This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. Go, going hard on that S today. I like it. Yeah. Today we are talking about <laughs> Sounds Golden like Steam Eye. Escaping. Golden Eye. Stop clicking the pen. It's dangerous. Yes. I wonder if I wonder if that scene's actually accurate. Because I gave up trying to track. <laughs> trying to track how many clicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, At that point, I was like, diffusing. I was like, uh, it's probably close. <laughs> yeah, but then again, yeah. At the end, it kind of didn't matter because he just did two clicks, getting to the getting to the girl, going, "Where's the code?" And then he knocked the pen out of his hand. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Jim watched this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I did. No, we're right. No, I haven't even said when the year this came out yet. We're talking about scenes. <laughs> Once again, we're talking about GoldenEye. All right, Jeff, what's your number seven? <laughs> it came out in 1995. Directed by Martin Campbell. Written by Michael France, or France, Jeffrey Kane. Based on the characters from Ian Fleming. Uh, starring Pierce Brosnus. Pierce Brosnus? Pierce Brosnus. Brosnus. <laughs> scene Bean. Isabella. Yeah, scene Bean. Scorpio. Rosalina. <laughs> I was waiting for Jeff to pronounce her last name. <laughs> Sura, Surupko. Looking, Surup. looking forward to that. Uh, mm-hmm. Femke Jansen, Judy Dench. Yeah. Robbie Coltrane. Oh, Coltrane. Coltrane. <laughs> Coltrane. Mini Driver. And, Haggard. Uh, yeah. Hagrid. Alan Cumming. Oh, he did. Yeah. Checky Caro. All right. Well, um, this was my movie. Oh yeah, and Mini Driver. I said that. Scott said that. Oh, well, I said it too. Oh, Chicky Cairo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Put your ass <laughs> Yeah, you did. Uh, Samantha Bond as Monty Penny. So. <laughs> yeah. Ironic. I call her. I call her Monty Penny. Yeah. Um, that's a <laughs> Manny Penny. Uh, her last yep. name is Bond. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, um. I'm the one who selected this movie, and I pulled in Alex. I've actually never seen this movie before. Um, <laughs> yeah, you just heard the death knell. <laughs> Five <laughs> seconds into a multiplayer game. Exactly. So, so who picked our job? It's cheating. I am. Yeah, don't look at my square. Uh, <laughs> I'm all looking at your square. Yes, you are. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I have I've seen a lot of the James Bond movies, but I am not a fan. I can say I'm like a fan of it. I just they're on. There's something to do. They're fun action movies, but I really don't have to see them all. And I've seen a couple Pierce Brosnan's, a couple. Well, I think I've seen all of the mm-hmm. Daniel Craig's except for the latest one. Um, I maybe what about I Timothy Dalton's. One. I probably did with my parents. The what's what's a View to a Kill? Who's that? That's Dalton. Okay. That's no. I thought that was. Oh, Roger Moore. You're right. You're right. A View to the Kill, I think, is the last. A View to the Kill is Roger Moore. That's the one in San Francisco. Yeah, so the, the two Dalton ones yes. are The Living Daylights and License to Kill. Yes, you're License to Kill. Okay. Damn, so Dalton only got two? Yep. Man. Only got two. Well, it's one more than George two. Lazenby. 
Yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> he, he made a smart financial decision to not <laughs> continue. Right? Isn't that the thing? He didn't want to be typecast as Bond, so he just quit. Uh, maybe. I don't think anybody was too broken up over that. Yeah. He did. He did have. He did uh, have Diana Rigg though as his. Uh, as his Bond, Bond girl paramour in that movie. So. Did she have a partner called Cheryl Murtaugh? I don't know, but she kicks really high. <laughs> anyway, it's the first movie I've ever seen this movie. Other than the video game. Right. Scott, what's your history with this movie? Uh, so saw it in the theaters. Um, so it was 95, so you know I'm not, I'm not an adult yet when this comes out. Uh, I So it's hard for You're me to say I was a later. Bond fan at, at that point. Um, I'd I definitely seen the, the Timothy Dalton ones. Um, had to have seen a couple of the Roger Moores at that point. Probably mm-hmm. a Connery or two. Um but but for me it was just like okay this is a big action movie <laughs> so everybody's going to see it and yeah I enjoyed it at the time um, you know since, since then uh, I've become more and more of a, a Bond fan um, not not any like not super nerdy about it uh, well relatively speaking anyway uh, mm-hmm. but but yeah I am I am a Bond fan um, and they they uh, watching this again because it's been a while. Um, it, it was a lot of fun for me to kind of pick out some of the homages that they were doing to to the previous entries in the series. Mm-hmm. Have you ever yeah. seen the original uh, Casino Royale with Woodsy Allen? <laughs> I have not seen that one, actually. I have. It's not good. <laughs> cool story. Alex, <laughs> yeah. what's your history with this movie? <laughs> uh, my dad... Again, like my love of movies and franchises comes from my dad, and he loves the Bond films. You know, they're they're lower on his list, but they're top ten. So, uh, I kind of grew up watching a lot of Bonds. The one that I remember watching the most is uh, that weird one, where a different company made it. It wasn't MGM, or I think it was Paramount, and they brought Roger, uh, I mean uh, Sean Connery, back. And he was an older Bond, and the main villain had like a giant metal yo yo. <laughs> um, that one was. Give me a second. Uh, Welcome to the Rock. I think that was that one. Diamonds are forever. There was, there was one that. Oh, no, no, no. It was never, never Say Never Again. Okay. That's the one, because I remember that theme song. Never Say Never Again. So I watched that movie a lot. So I, I grew up watching Bond, and then there was like a, that dry spell between Timothy Dalton, and and then uh, when they announced the Pierce Brosnan's one, we were all hyped. So we went to the Spectrum to to watch it in the big theater, and it was awesome. Uh, is this his first one, Pierce Brosnan's first? Yes, Bond. Yeah. Yes, and so, so why were you all hyped? You a big Remington Steel fan? Like why? <laughs> yeah. Why were you hyped for Pierce Brosnan as Bond? No, I wasn't. I wasn't hyped for Pierce Brosnan per se because I'd never oh, heard okay. of him. Yeah, okay. it was just a new Bond movie. Finally, all right. So the Benicio del Toro got killed, so now I have something to hype. <laughs> you're, you know, now you're, you're doppelganger. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Uh, so, by the way, the fact that he fights a drug lord. It's, it's kind of weird. But anyways, I, I do like that movie. For <laughs> it's worth, I do like the Timothy Daltons. But, um... So yeah, he, he Mahoney's a, a semi-truck. He does. <laughs> How can you not love it? 
Uh, oh, Mahoney. Uh, so yeah, like like you guys were just saying, there was a gap uh, between uh, License to Kill and this. Uh, a whole whopping six years, but still, that had, oh, to date... Scott at gmail.com. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways. I don't get it. Don't worry about it. I didn't hear it. Don't worry about it. Uh, at, at any rate, yeah, before that, uh, like the longest, been like three years, maybe four, um, between movies. They just kept cranking them out. Um, and yeah, there, there was the gap, I think, because of legal trouble, I think, between like who owned the rights. And uh, it finally came about. The, the most recent gap is the largest one, though, between Spectre and No Time to Die. But uh, COVID had mm. a large role in that. Yeah. So that's a little more understandable. Uh, Spectre was pretty terrible. It was not a huge Spectre. fan of Spectre. And it was funny because it's the same director that did Skyfall that did Spectre, Sam Mendes. Right. So, hmm. Anyway. I right. haven't even seen it. Skyfall was the last one I saw. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about it. As usual, seven items for the movie. Let's go. I guess I go. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, what's your number seven? Uh, so, okay, my number seven, which we've talked about the video game a little bit. Maybe we'll get into it more. Um, but there, there's that very first scene, I mean, him jumping off the thing. But when he's in the base, that background music with the knocking, the dong. I don't know how to, I can't make that sound, but there's that sound effect that goes oh, off. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's from the video game. That's, that's the only way I would ever recognize it. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, it's from the video game. And. It may have been with, I don't remember the video game enough now, too, but like, I don't know if it was the menu, like when the menu was like loopy and you would hear that, or maybe it was during the game. But whenever he'd be going to any of the bases, you just hear that dong in the background. And that was just really, it just took me back to playing the goddamn video game. So, mm-hmm. and losing. That and the <laughs> screen going red. Yeah. <laughs> screen going red. Big head mode on, paintball mode. Let me see here for the next 30 minutes while you guys keep playing. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's my number seven. So, uh, Scott, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is the, the Mini Driver cameo. Okay, um, hey, stand by your man. I don't remember if... Like, I, 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 rec- I recognized her from something um, when I watched this originally, I think. Uh, I couldn't. I, I can't for the life of me think, think that was, but I mean, I'm misremembering Wings. that. But anyway, yeah, it was, it was funny to see her pop up here um, with the really bad singing. And then uh, the Robbie Cole train uh, yeah. is is great here, too. Um, and you know, just, you know, without describing the, the entire scene, it was just a lot of fun. She's in the, the stupid cowboy hat. With the <laughs> like, they dressed up like, like a knockoff of Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders <laughs> as they're singing, like the... The, the cheap, like, Russian mm-hmm. blue jeans suitcase equivalent of, of Dallas Cowboy cheerleading outfits. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it made me laugh. I like that they were singing Stand By Your Man and she was the mistress. Yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> Alex, number seven. Uh, my number seven is the GoldenEye theme song. Not one of my favorites. What is it? It's, uh, Tina Turner. Tina Turner, yeah. It's like... I was. I think I was expecting a lot because I heard it was Tina Turner. You know, I I I really like her music, and I was like, really, 
Tina did, did this? Did okay, you, maybe I just overhyped it. Did you catch um, who wrote the song in the beginning? Uh, I did not. It was uh, Bono on the Edge. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so they pulled maybe out all the stops uh, for this. Yeah. yeah. I actually have more to say about the song. But, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I just didn't like it. That's why it's my number seven. It's not the worst, but it's not my favorite. All right, uh, on to my number six. Um, and it's it's his stupid quips throughout the movie. Um, <laughs> I hear on my list. <laughs> I, I know, I mean, I believe that's one of Bond's things, and I know it gets even worse. And during his reign as Bond, and then oh yeah, it kind of went away during Daniel Craig. But if I remember in the last couple of movies, they started coming back. So I, I, I don't know. I just it's so annoying and uh, it's dumb. They're, they're, like they're whatever. Always... And maybe a hypocrite. I love Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah. And that's all he does. But it just didn't doesn't work for me. They're, 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 they're always there. Um, particularly at the there's always some joke at the end of the the Roger Moore ones. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of them here. Uh, uh, and I I loved all of them (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) alright well alright what's your number six Scott Uh, okay Uh, my number six is uh, (laughs) the the uh, reverse water footage it was uh, (laughs) honorable mention it's anaconda-esque like (laughs) yeah (laughs) just like really (laughs) Like, I, I, I was, I was dumbstruck. Like, I could not believe that that's that's what they went with. And, and, and I, and again, yeah. I appreciate that there's still practical effects and models and everything. And oh yeah, um, I was reading the trivia that the the opening uh, sequence when he shoots the the camera lens that was CG. That's like the first time that they've ever incorporated that into a Bond movie. Um, but yeah, as much as I love again the practical effects and model stuff, like it was so blatant. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, 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 granted, I was watching the 4K version, um, but I don't even I don't see how that would have mattered at all. Uh, it it it's just so ridiculous. Like they they got this huge budget. <laughs> um, the movie made all kinds of money, and they just had this super shitty effect in there. And they had to know. They were just like, ah, fuck it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it must have been like a at the last minute and going. Well, we can't reshoot it. Yeah. We don't have anything else. We 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 have to run it backwards. It's just for a couple seconds. Yeah, it's just a weird thing that twine up in the movie. And and like the director's like not bad. Like he, this is the same guy that directed the first Daniel Craig movie, uh, the first. Um, down Craig Bond Casino 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 Royale yeah so like the guy's got some chops just yeah sometimes the stuff just makes it into movies and I don't understand (laughs) so there it is the the Anaconda footage alright Alex number six my number six is I like that since this was a gap between Bonds and this was kind of like a revival which you know each new Bond kind of like a Doctor Who each new one is like a little mini like revival Re, uh, uh, retelling of the origin story whatnot, just a little bit that uh, this time that uh, Judy Dench M calls him like a relic of the old war and she's she's the new M and she's the new blood even though she's like a million years old 
she's the one with all the new hit 90s ideas about accounting and, and you know, pinching pennies and stuff, the bottom line. Well, I think it was more like like analytics for being fair. Yeah. Not, not, not so much about saving money. But, right. Uh, Oh, yeah, a bean counter, a number, a numbers person. Dame but I do like, yeah, that that this was the mid '90s, so it's like, oh, you're a sexist, misogynist relic dinosaur of, of the Cold War, yeah, a dinosaur. <laughs> I I really like that. It was uh, like, yeah, like they were just like, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> like we mm-hmm. realize that that this is what the Bond character is. Let's just have Judy Dench say it. And then nobody will care for the rest of the movie. Like, yep. <laughs> and that works. <laughs> exactly. So is this the first one that she's in or no? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So she's, well, she's still in him, I guess, up until. Right. Skyfall? Yeah, Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it was. She was I think 60 it was... years. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. But she's 60 years old when that movie came out. When, when, uh, sorry, Goldeneye came out. She's still doing this shit. Jesus, how old, how old is she? she? She's born in 34. She's a million years old. 80 for She's in her mid-late 80s. Um, the next uh, Betty White. Yeah, I think before that, there was a couple of different M's. Um, anyway, I, yeah, I have a little bit more to say about Judy Dench. Dame. Dame Judy, yeah, Dame Judy Dench. After I just called you guys out on that one, I forgot. <laughs> Do you think she gets her own set of armor when you get when she got knighted? Uh, you get your own set of armor, and you mm-hmm. get to choose between a longsword, a greatsword, or a warhammer. I knew it. How many furlongs of land do you think she got? Uh, at least twelve stone, <laughs> and, and serfs to boot. Yes. Damn. Okay. She's um, landed. She's landed. <laughs> My number five is the final the final death of right. Scene Bean. Uh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. At first, because I, I do walk aside from the, from the video game. I remember you, like, you, you're you on some, like, scaffolding or something, and he, he falls. And I'm like, oh, but I thought it would be much higher than that. And then... When he falls and it's like he feels like he's falling forever, and then he lands and he, oh, he just he's he's hurt, but he ain't dead, and then and then he dead because yeah. the thing falls on him. I I had completely f- forgotten about the second part, and <laughs> and I was like, how is he still alive? Yeah, like he's like moving around still. Like how is he just not like paced? And I'm like the thing fell, and I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> they had to they had to have him like die even more horribly. Yeah. yeah. Double death. I appreciated it. No complaints. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Scott, number five. It's five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number five. Uh, so, like, I again, uh, having uh, become more and more a fan of a fan over the years, uh, I really liked how the, this movie was return a return to the the Bond roots. A lot of ways, um, you know, you, you could say return to some of the tropes. Um, but I think that's that's kind of what makes the series work, uh, or the, the series work, um, is it's kind of a unique thing that they can just keep going back to the same well, and it's roughly the same story every time, um, mm-hmm. just with kind of different pieces, and you know it's it's still fun stuff. Uh, but 
you know, I, I liked that they they go back to Russia here. Uh, this was the first Bond movie to be filmed after the Great Wall came down. The Great Wall, Jesus Christ. The, <laughs> the Berlin mm-hmm. Wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not the Great Wall of China. That's still there. Uh, after the, the Berlin Wall came down and kind of the, the Cold War was, was more or less over. And they actually filmed some of this in St. Petersburg. Um, but yes, yeah, so I like the, the Russian. You have the the basically the Russian bad guys. You have uh, the the Russian love interest, which is very much a, an early Bond thing. Um, there's a space laser. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's not kid ourselves. That's basically what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a giant space laser. By the way, um, kind of honorable mention to that. I I love that the, the satellite basically burns itself out. Like. It's like a one and done deal. Uh, I thought that was a really cool touch. Like, yeah. at least you know, in 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 a world where he's got a, a laser that can cut through like an inch of steel in his wristwatch, um, <laughs> just just a, a little bit of grounding there that that this thing is like again, it's like a nuke. You use it once and then that's it. Um, so yeah, I thought that that was really cool. Um, you know, the space lasers, uh, the, the car stuff. Um, so this is the first time that they, they, they threw like the car product placement that wasn't an Aston Martin. Uh, so the the BMW whatever series that car was, mm-hmm. and it was gangbusters for BMW by the way. Like that car was super popular for them. Uh, you get the you get the Austin the Austin the Aston Martin in the beginning, and that's still a sweet fucking car. Mm-hmm. Um, oh hell yeah! But yeah, you get the BMW and they they. they you, the product placement for that in this movie is so bad, though, because they, they, you still have the, the fun scene with Q where he's like, oh, yeah, it's got missiles in it, and then nothing. Like, they, they show him driving around a little bit after that, and that's it. Like, he never actually yeah. uses the car for anything other than, a, than as a Did, car. Yeah. <laughs> Don't push any of the buttons. Yeah, check, check, off, uh, check off Stinger missiles. Yeah, um, no. They were not. Uh, <clears throat> the... Um, the whole again, just the the idea of uh, of him being so like again they caught caught out in the beginning that that he is this relic, um, and you know where we're supposed to just be okay with it, move on. Um, so yeah, I, I liked all that, and then finally the the Tina Turner song in the beginning. Um, the song in and of itself is is fine. Like I I don't like I'm not gonna play it on my own. I think. But it's cool because yeah. it's definitely a throwback to like the Shirley Bassey stuff, like in earlier Bond movies. It definitely mm-hmm. feels very much to me like a Bond intro song. Um, it's kind of that, that kind of super um, like uh, jazzy sax in the background, and, or the horns, it's or whatever not, it is. It's not Duran Duran. It's not Duran Duran. I like the, <laughs> I like that. I like that. I, I pretty much like all the Bond stuff, by the way. But, uh, yeah, this this one's yeah they got definitely more of a throwback. Um, so yeah, I just again like the like playing homage to, to its roots here. Yeah, it was cool back in the day when Russia was were the bad guys and you know doing stuff like that. What why 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 are Russia like pulling on my collar here? Why why are what why are the why are the Russians always the bad guys? Yeah, yeah. Well, next she's got to keep her eye on Germany. All right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alex number five. 
<laughs> My number five is I like the one-liners and the banter that Bond had with uh, all of the characters, pretty even the villains. That was great. Pierce Brosnan really, really pulled it off. Tastes like, like strawberries. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Hmm. Yes. Yes. No. no, no. <laughs> All right, uh, my number four. Um, gotta talk about the Bond girls. Uh, they were they're very attractive. Pretty, uh, pretty. Hot. Mm-hmm. I so I I only know Femme K. Jansen from the X Men and uh, like the Taken movie. So so to see her uh, this and she was I don't know not too much younger back then I guess but whatever she she was looking pretty good. I didn't recognize her at first. Yeah. Something's happened with her teeth over the years. Um, <laughs> she's gotten a gap in there, doesn't she? But anyway, pretty hot. And same with the other girl. Um, and I was expecting them both to die. And, you know, I'm like, oh, he's going to have sex with you and you're going to die. Like the whole time I was laughing about that. And it didn't actually happen. Oh, he had sex with her. Both of them or one of them? I don't even remember now. No, oh, just it, one of them. Just he tried to have one. But... Yeah. I mean, she definitely, like, is, is it, does it count if only one person? And, and, and anyway, yeah, it was just foreplay with uh, <laughs> on a top. Right. Um, anyway, you got to talk about the Bond girls in the Bond movie. So there it is. Number four, the Bond girls. Scott. Okay. Uh... Oh, sorry. By the way, I was looking up her... This is her first mo- big break. Uh, Femke Jansen, anyway. Um, this movie. Do you know she was on an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation? I do. Three... I do. I remember that episode, too. <laughs> oh, I bet you do. I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, three years prior. And it's called The Perfect Mate. So that sounds very interesting. That was, that was one of the ones where it was Picard that had to turn down some tail for moral mm-hmm. reasons. Instead of Dang. Riker. Usually it's Riker. Yeah. But uh, in this case it was Picard. She walked on set, and Picard said, "This one's mine, number two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, or sorry, Scott, number five. Uh, <laughs> number five. Four, 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 four. four. Um, so yeah, I, I, I liked uh, a lot with. Oh, I liked a lot. Jesus, uh, I liked what they did. I like a lot. I like a lot. I liked what <laughs> they did here with the replacing some of the actors and. And setting them up for for future movies, like they they really did a great job with some of these characters because they're they're in all the other, uh, at least the Pierce Brosnan ones, um, and then mm-hmm. Judy Dench, of course, is in the the Daniel Craig ones. Um, but I, I really liked like Judy Dench is basically in two scenes, right? Um, she comes out yeah. to the command center and then she talks to him privately, um, but she kills it. Like I love how. Um, like they're they're having like a real conversation about like what they should do, um, you know, kind of like a, that, that level of respect there, uh, where she's in command and, and there's a reason for it. I like, guess the previous M's were kind of just there, like Bond. They were just they were just kind of there for exposition more than anything else. Um, yeah. So I like that she she's definitely putting her own touch in, into this. Uh, I love uh, Samantha Bond here. The the byplay she has with. With Pierce Brosnan at the very beginning, which also kind of drives home it the was, point of... That's not... It wasn't the biplane. What? I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> Ignore him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we love here that Scott the... Scott gets derailed easier than a Russian train. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I love the the again the <laughs> the banter um, between the two of them. Again, to drive home the point that 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 yes, everything Judy Dench is saying about him is true, but the like the wisdom the women are still falling falling all over themselves like at his feet. Like <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah I, like her line about how she uh, what he says, what would I do without you, Money Penny? And she said, as far as I recall, you never had me. Um, that, that was a great line. Um, yeah, they, so again, the new Money Penny here, uh, replacing uh, the the one in the, the previous movies, um, Lois Maxwell, I think that was. Anyways, uh, a lot of fun seeing Desmond Llewellyn come back. Um, he always plays like the like his cue. He always plays it kind of like curmudgeonly, uh, where he's irritated that he has to give Bond all these toys, and Bond like just basically winds up like blowing up everything. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, he's, this, 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 I love that scene. Like they, it, it almost felt like a like an Austin Powers like level, like the shit happening in the background, like the guy getting stuck in the, the phone booth. One that point, felt more like Naked Gun to me. Yeah, or Naked Gun. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, one of those movies, like one of those spoof, like a definitely spoof. Yeah. Where at one point, like some guy just getting flung across the room. Um, the <laughs> The the guy sitting in the in the, the the car like like basically slaps uh, Pierce Brosnan's hand away because he's like trying to, to touch something in the car, um, and then the the joke about the sandwich, um, <laughs> that's my sandwich, <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, over the top. So uh, and then finally, Jodan Baker. Um, Sorry, Scott. Before you leave this this actor, this Desmond guy. I'm looking at his credits. I mean, he's old. I mean, he did a lot of stuff before this. But it looks like Goldfinger is the first time he played Q. Mm-hmm. If I'm reading this right. And he did that, a couple movies, and then Thunderball. And then apparently then a Welcome to Japan, Mr. Bond TV movie. Q. Anyway, the last, like, 50 credits, it's just Q, Q, Q. I mean, yeah. it's all he did. That's the only thing he did. Yeah. Q, 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 Q. It's for... That's Less almost, Pew Pew, more Q, Q. I mean, it's literally like the last twenty years of his acting career. Which is yeah, I don't, I don't remember if it was the third or the fourth Brosnan where Q like sort of retires, like in a scene. Yeah, and then hands it off to uh, John, uh, John Cleese. John Cleese, yeah. And then uh, in the yeah, and unfortunately, that's the last we see of Cleese because I think Cleese is, is basically in that same mold. Uh, in the new ones, you get Ben Winshaw. Winshaw. Um, as 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 Q, who's just basically like nerd tech nerd guy, <laughs> it just doesn't yeah. d- definitely a lot different. Um, but uh, yeah, so again, it was a lot of fun to, to to have that big scene with Q and all that that big dumb stuff happening in the background. Um, and then uh, Joe Don Baker uh, as the the CIA agent guy who was a villain in a previous Bond movie, actually. Um, so it's oh really yeah, it's fun to see him here, um, and they couldn't. I guess they didn't want to use Felix Leiter, who's kind of like the canon CIA counterpart friend guy, um, because he basically gets his leg eaten by a shark and licensed to kill, which was the the movie that directly preceded <laughs> Goldeneye. So I kind of see like why they went with a different character here. Uh, but Jordan mm. Baker is great here. Is like again, just like the, the basically the opposite of, of of Bond, where he's not slick. He's he's not doing the secret agent thing, uh, but he's still one of the good guys. Uh, so yeah, I, I liked him here a lot. Um, just 
Uh, and then that character comes back in one or two other movies. Um, and all the other characters I, I mentioned also come back for the uh, for the Brazen ones. And of course, again, Judy Dench. It's a long one, a, lo- a long number yeah. four. Just, <laughs> just basically saying like four. all the stuff. That, just basically saying like all the stuff. <laughs> is Jim's for everybody. I, yeah, just, I like just, the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, just, just sorry, like I guess to condense that, just all the stuff they added, they kept for kept as canon for the for the the whole Brazen run. They like really landed on, the, on this first one. I like number four. Cool. <laughs> I like the gadgets. <laughs> Okay. The the laser watch, the uh, all, all the like the prop gadgetry stuff. Not the movie GUI that was awful, <laughs> but all the prop stuff like when they were uh, doing running the fake test for the golden eye and getting the key key card out of the computer that slid out and everything. All the mechanical stuff was really cool. I liked it. The pen, the the belt that was the rope, like the bat rope, awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, on to our number threes. Uh, my number three is the Tokyo Drifting Tank. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, well, it's probably a real tank. Yeah, in Russia, tank drives you. It was like one of the. Remember when you get like a tank or some kind of toy that just had that little circle thing under the bottom with a few wheels on it, and oh yeah, it would pivot and go backwards and turn around and stuff. That's pretty much what that thing was. That was freaking ridiculous. Anyway, the Tokyo Drifting Tank is my number three. Scott, what's your number three? Is my number three is the the tank chase. Uh, yeah, it's 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 awesome. This is uh, ahead of its time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. It's running over tons of shit. Like you'd see, like this was the money scene uh, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that the one that one point uh, that that made me. Uh, chuckle when he lands the statue on the cop cars <laughs> and then he stops yeah. and then he adjusts his tie and then he keeps going yeah it's like the most like british bond <laughs> thing ever that was great all right alex number three my number three is femke jensen as uh, like uh the main goon in this bond film was awesome I think I want to say we mentioned the View to a Kill. Didn't that one had a, a female uh, goon also? That's, Wasn't that Grace, Grace Jones? Jones? Yeah. yeah. So not the first, but definitely the most memorable for me. Anyways, since she was awesome, super evil, she got off on killing everybody, and her her signature move, <laughs> the uh, the the on the top clench, and she and she killed people. That was awesome. It's great. And she does love a good squeeze. Yeah. Oh, right, well, my number two is the death by squeeze, thigh master, whatever. Ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I it just cracked me up. I don't. I think I knew that because of spoofs of that. Like, isn't there? I don't know. There's a movie where a guy gets his head crushed when he's like going down on a chick, and she does that or something. That was. That, that was. Oh no, that, that was, was the, in the, the boys. boys. Yeah. That makes no. sense because she was a superhero. No, she had okay, fine, but that's not what I'm thinking of. It was like, it was like a fake little. Was it was it an Austin Powers maybe or because um, it was a like comic? It was done for comic effect that I'm thinking of. Anyway, okay, um, yeah, I mean whatever. It was terrible, but it was still it made me laugh. It was terrible. 
And then I was trying to think of the names. Like, I thought her name... Explain to me the names of these bonds. I know there is a lot of Fachina. That was uh, awesome. Powers. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> but wasn't there, isn't there like Pussy Galore? Or there's, what pussy, there's, there's Pussy Galore. That's a bond. The uh, girl. That's a real one. There's plenty Octopussy. of. Pl- there's Octopussy. There's. Well, no, Octopussy is not a. That's just the name of the movie. There, there's. Um, oh, okay. There's plenty of tool. Uh, that's, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, the. Zena on the top. I remember that from the trailer. On the top. Uh, there's Doctor Goodhead. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Ollie Ollie Goodhead. Doctor Goodhead is her name. Somebody's gonna have my butt. Yeah. Christmas Jones. Oh, no, that's Christmas. Christmas. Christmas Jones. But that one has the payoff at the end of the movie, though. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. About Christmas. <laughs> About Christmas when we came once a year. It's like an hour and a half long joke. Yeah, I said that one joke. It's so good. Uh, Scott, number two. Uh, okay. Uh, my number two. Uh, good villains. Uh, after the, the the gap in movies, after a couple lackluster villains in the, in the previous two Dalton movies, um, they they return to form here. Um, you get a. a you get Scene Bean, who's always a reliable heavy, um, mm-hmm. and then of course they 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 burn his face a little bit, <laughs> not too much, but just a little bit, just uh, enough to make him more handsome. Yeah, just just enough to make like okay, he's a Bond <laughs> villain. Uh, then as, as we said, uh, Famke Jansen, just chewing on scenery, uh, and I mm-hmm. love it. Uh, her accent was not the best. <laughs> uh, out of everybody, like nobody in this movie is Russian, by the way, like in real life. Uh, Alan Cumming wasn't much better. Um, in fact, he might be worse uh, than, than her. But at any rate, um, uh, even the voice. Yeah, I'm invincible. The goalie. Uh, but yeah, just fun villains. Uh, that's what's what you need. Uh, Bond has has the, the huge rogues gallery, and it is definitely hit and miss. Um, but they they landed a couple good ones, and even the the goon general is is good just because he's looks so weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ormov, um, and then yeah, Boris, uh, just, just the such a dweeb, uh, and he gets his comments. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, oh, that was great. Was he in the video game? You like kill him or capture him or something? I remember a dude in a Hawaiian shirt from the video game, but I didn't. I'm pretty sure that was him. Yeah, yeah I don't know. you know what isn't in the movie, but in the video game. That alien spaceship and the alien that you have to escort. What? I think that was one of like the super hard like extra missions that you had to do in the game. Uh... You find an ET in some remote location. I was never good enough to get that far in the game, so Me either. But I seen it. There we go. Anyways, good villains. Fun villains. Yeah. Scene bean. Scene bean. All right, uh, Alex, number two. Number two is I love all the action set pieces that they had in this movie. This is great location scouting by whoever did that. Probably should have read their name. Anyways, the dam at the beginning with the bungee jump, awesome. Yeah. Uh, the the giant uh, now the now decommissioned uh, radar dish, the communication dish for uh, searching out in space. 
It's awesome. That's one of the all-time best sets. The, yeah, crushing <laughs> St. Petersburg. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a real statue he destroyed with that yeah. tank. I mean, they're probably hired up for money at that point, so like, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. The, the one built one where they had all the, the uh, in construction were the decommissioned statues that they had from the that Cold was, War. That was, a weird, that was a weird set, yeah, but I liked it. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of action in that one, but it was a good place to meet, you know, the big reveal. I was, I was confused in that scene because I was like, why would they blow up their own helicopter? And I was like, it, it wasn't until I saw the helicopter again later that, that I was like, oh... That was the... It was just a different helicopter that they were in. Yeah. But yeah, the set piece is awesome. Alright, cool. Uh, And on to our number ones. My number one, uh, you kind of touched about it. It was the intro. The cold open here was pretty dang cool. The the bungee jump and then... um, (laughs) I mean, a little unrealistic that he can hold on to that gun that's pulling him toward the ground with all that tension pulling him from above, but whatever. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll lead all this stuff early on. So him going through all there with seeing Bean and then him escaping and him just launching the plane and just jumping in after it. And, you know, all that was pretty cool. Pretty cool cold open. I really enjoyed, got me into the movie quick, so I like that. That's what I've talked yeah. about many times. I think Bond's always pretty good at those cold opens. And uh, this one... Was uh, just as good as the rest. Scott, which number one? Uh, number one is is Pierce Brosnan and Isabella Skrupko. I'm probably butchering her name too. Um, they they a lot of chemistry there. Um, uh, one of my one of my favorite Bond girls, Bond women. Um, yeah, more more importantly, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, he uh, probably my favorite Bond. Um, you know, really, what what the the series? Even if some of them, he's in a really terrible couple <laughs> movies, but uh, mm-hmm. they, they definitely weren't his fault. Um, yeah, I, I really like what he's doing with Bond here, um, where he, he's definitely playing up the kind of bemused, um, almost smarm, smug uh, thing that uh, kind of Connery has. Um, but he, I, I like that he's like laughing at like at points where like in that, that opening sequence, or well, not the opening sequence, but uh, the when they're having the not really car chase, but the race uh, with Famke Jansen, and he's he's laughing at like almost yeah, dying. Yeah. Uh, but he, he really is like this this like thrill seeker. Um, and then I I liked how at points he is he is serious, like he does bring a, a serious note to it that Roger Moore never really did in. Connery kind of does, um, so he's definitely like a lot more multifaceted. And the thing people didn't like about Dalton's uh, Bond was that Dalton was was like a lot more yeah serious and kind of on edge. Um, so yeah, Brosnan's kind of like the perfect mix here of of those attributes, um, and it helps that he's just a lot younger than than Roger Moore was at that point. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Which again, he's following up Timothy Dalton, who's also a lot more age appropriate. Um, but uh, yeah, just it, it was smart of them to like kind of. I, I don't know, like I don't know for all I know, Brosnan's older than Timothy Dalton. I'm not sure what their ages are, but um, like again, to to keep it a little bit younger, like it was smart. Yeah. 
Yeah. What, what, Daniel, Daniel Craig plays him pretty serious, too. Yeah, Daniel Craig is... I like. You know, the, 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 the Daniel Craig ones like are, are just, I feel like, a lot different in general. Like They're a lot more yeah. low-tech. They're um, their own... Yeah. Bonds. Um, like, um, but yeah, he's he's much more like, yes, yeah, definitely serious. Like a lot less of the, the the kind of wry uh, mm-hmm. reactions and everything that's going on. Yeah, which is fine. Um, but yeah, yeah. And again, Isabella Skrupko is a is an absolute smoke show. So no complaints there. Mm-hmm. She is. But the very beginning of the movie, when she was just like you know talking with. Uh, Boris and I thought that was Gina Davis at first. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's she, 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 she I don't know. Mark, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For something about and what her hair was, I'm like, is that Gina Davis? I mean, it kind of looks like her. I'm not sure. And then Leslie was like, oh, that's definitely not Gina Davis. So, so she she was in uh, uh, one of Brian's favorite movies, uh, Transformers, that we saw in the theater ceiling. Oh, oh Rain just, of Fire. Just, Rain I of Fire. Saw it. Yeah. <laughs> We should do that movie. I haven't seen it since that. Since <laughs> Me we saw either. It in the hey, Chris and Bale and McConaughey. Yeah. Well, you guys got some dragons. All, all right. right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Alex. Number one. Number one is I. This this movie is just the whole summer blockbuster fun package. It's everything. It's got action. It's got romance. It's got a great leading man. Great uh, Bond girls. Great villains. It's got it's everything. This is when you see when when somebody says uh, you know what's the definition of an action blockbuster summer movie? Goldeneye, boom. Okay, I love it. I would say like Jurassic Park or Jaws or something. But yeah, okay, Bond works. Nobody slept with each other in Jurassic Park that we know of. <laughs> oh yeah, the dinosaurs. Never mind. Dinosaurs. Too. Have we? Yeah. Oh. I'll save it for the news, I guess. They were all girls. Grandpa said they were all girls. <laughs> oh, Mr. DNA. All right. Uh, <laughs> Your grandpa's an idiot. <laughs> any honorable mentions? The only one I had was the bullet sound effects were kicking my ass. It felt like I was watching one of my dad's <laughs> westerns at some time. <laughs> yeah. The ricochets and stuff. Well, yeah, they were hitting a lot of metal. I just felt like it was from the Warner Brothers... There, there, there were, it could have been. There were a lot, a lot of like shootouts when people with people firing through, not grates but like grated. Oh, yeah, like there's a lot of that going on in this movie. Uh, one of them, it might have been Bond was doing it like right in front. Of, he had a machine gun and he was yeah, there yeah. was a pole between him and he was yeah, doing yeah, this yeah, like yeah. you're gonna kill yourself. Yeah. Um, You'll shoot your eye out, Bond. Yeah. I don't know. Are you, we're, <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Were, were either of you guys inexplicably thirsty for some Perrier? <laughs> no, it's like, oh, Perrier movie. sucks. And then he plows right through. He's like, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like <laughs> I mentioned, the bungee jump was pretty damn cool. Um, the other issue, uh, small issue I had was the arrangement of the score. I did not like. Like, I didn't like what they did to the Bond theme and just in hmm. general. This movie, yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice it, so I guess that's bad. Yeah. Well, I just like that sound effect, like I talked about, was part of the score. I think it was part of the score. It wasn't a sound effect; it was in the score. It was just a slow, like yeah, like a hollow, yeah, like a hollow, like gong type of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. But everything else, there wasn't like a big bombastic, like da 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 da. Yeah, bombastic. Mm Hmm. 
All right, and with that, it's time to rate this movie. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven, one being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. Um, Shit. I don't know what I give this movie, because I didn't really enjoy it, but also, I guess it's a four. I didn't in, didn't hate it, didn't really like it. All the, I don't ever see, see it again. I'm not a big Bond guy, so it probably makes sense for me. Uh, yeah, four for me. Scott. That's uh, tough. Uh, definitely my favorite of the Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite overall Bond movies. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's like all-time favorite kind of action movie. Um, it d- does go on a little too long. Kind of like me when I'm giving my list. Um, <laughs> or rating, yeah. Or, 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 or yeah. Enough, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, did you mention it, Jeff? Uh, did I ever tell yeah. you about the time? Uh, I'll give it a five. Okay, Scott well, or Alex. This is a six for me. I loved it from beginning to end, and okay. I should watch this movie more. It's awesome. Best Bond movie ever. Go watch it, people. Well, since you guys are Bond... This is your best Bond movie ever? For me, yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say, since I'm not a Bond guy, maybe you guys should pick your favorite one. But this is your favorite one, then I don't even know where I want to go. This for me, yeah. Well, the the thing for me is I... I like the Bond movies for for different reasons. Like, like, you only live twice just because of how absolutely inappropriate it is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Jeebus H. That I I find enjoyment in watching it, like... (laughs) Like a level of cringe there. Um, some of the, the mm-hmm. like Moonraker, the Roger Moore, just because it's so batshit insane, would, would be mm-hmm. up there for me. Um, just the that and uh, from Russia with Love, I think is the, the one. The, uh, the Spy Who Loved Me, which I forget which one of the two, but both both of the ones with Jaws in it, like the Richard Keel yeah. as Jaws is. Oh, yeah, uh, Moonraker. He was in. He's in Moonraker, too. but I can't remember if it was. The Spy Who Loved Me, or the other one I said. Um, it it yeah, doesn't matter, Russia but the, both both of the Jaws Bond ones are. Mm-hmm. Just because just cause Richard Keel is so ridiculous. This is Jaws. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well, it's time for a crossover topic, which is our top tank scenes in movies and TV shows, video games. You, you're dang right. Um, so yeah, anything involving a tank... Uh, mm-hmm. I will go first, and this one's kind of a cheat, but I'm going to put it on this list because it's it's a really cool scene. It's a really cool tank. I mean, Batman Begins, the Batmobile is basically a tank. Oh, and the Tumbler? Yeah, yeah, I'll allow it. And they even say it. It's like, it's a black tank, like one of the cops calls it. So, I'm going with that. If you don't allow that, then I'll just say for The Dark Knight Returns, the comic book where, uh, Batman basically does have a tank, and he yeah. fires, ru- fires <laughs> rubber bullets, tank. which is kind of lame, but whatever. And he definitely doesn't kill anybody. No. <laughs> it's like when you play the vi- the uh, the video game, the Arkham Asylum <laughs> right. games. You're just you're running over people off. left and right and shooting them with your tank, and it's like, oh no, they just got executed. They're good. Yeah, he's probably alive. <laughs> he's just really tired. It's good enough for Batman. He's, he's taking yeah. a nap. He's taking a nap. He's sleepy. <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, what's your number five? Uh, number five is from the A-Team movie. Uh, yeah, my number three. 
uh, one of the, if not the best scene in that movie, um, you know, in the in this uh, tank drifting tank drifting world that we live in now, um, <laughs> yeah. every movie's got to one up themselves with like what the ridiculous thing they're doing with, with vehicles in motion, and this one they they use a tank, mm-hmm. uh, and they 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 basically fly a tank by by shooting the the cannon <laughs> to to move the tank over to get it to where they want to go. In the air as it's free falling, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's great. Taste don't fly, fool. I never actually <laughs> saw the movie. Ain't getting on no plane. All right, Alex. It's okay. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, the Simpsons in one of my lists, and uh, this one has there's a few tank scenes actually in the Simpsons, but my favorite one is from the episode where Homer gets to meet his mom after she's been in hiding. <laughs> Mr. Burns finally figures out who she is. She's old Ma Simpson. And they show up at his house with a bunch of cop cars and Mr. Burns is in a tank. <laughs> and he goes, I've been waiting 25 years for this. He puts it in his cassette player and it starts <laughs> It starts playing uh, Flight of the Valkyries. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the, the tape like skips a beat and it starts playing Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> He looks at Smithers. Oh, sorry, sir. I must have taped over that. <laughs> and that's how they go. They made their uh, their entrance into the Simpsons home. All right. I there knew the Simpsons on here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, by number four comes from a TV show or a miniseries, actually. It would be from Ooh. Band of Brothers. Uh, it was on HBO, uh, World War II thing. I'm sure you guys ever know what it is. And there's one episode just where they're trying to get into this village, you know, as they're marching across Europe, and they're trying to get into this village, and the guy's on foot. They see the tank over there, but they're not sure if it's occupied and all this, and then ends up, it is there, and it's shooting the convoys that are coming in, and this guy runs through the whole field and disables it and kills everything. It's a really cool, suspenseful scene, and I love that Band of Brothers show. I've probably seen it like four or five times, the whole thing. So, Band of Brothers, number four. Hmm. Scott. Uh, my number four is uh, from a video game. It's not a scene, uh, but basically the the Mako from the first Mass Effect. Uh, oh shit! Damn it! You're right. Uh, so yeah, you use it to explore, but you also mostly use it as a tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheat your way through a couple boss fights with that thing. Yeah, so good. Yeah, you know, this, yeah there, there are a couple of scripted events that uh, kind of trivialize like. And you can, like, run people over with it, too, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Mako. Um, it handled horribly, and the the train was, like, obnoxious. <laughs> you had to mm-hmm. keep, like, four-wheeling over it. Uh, but, but still memorable Mako aspect. You just, get, you just gotta learn how to drive it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Alex, number four. My number four is, it's a short scene, and this is, the tank is the antagonist, and it gets its uh, very well-deserved comeuppance in Iron Man, the very first one. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Iron Man's going to to save the village over in the Middle East, and he's flying around, and the tank shoots him out of the air. (laughs) And out of the crater, you just see Iron Man, and you know he's thinking, oh, no, he didn't, and then he just... Pops like the the little tiny like uh, bottle rocket missile at the tank and it brah, like a huge explosion. That was awesome. There's a trailer shot right there too. Yeah, the scene of him walking that's away. I mean, so that's like a fucking cool, a multi billion dollar scene right there because that launched the whole thing, man. Yeah, pretty cool. 
nice one. All right, on to my number three. And my number three is just, it's a tank movie. It's Fury. I freaking love that movie. I saw it on a plane. I've only seen it once. But, uh, you know. You saw, you saw a movie about tanks on a plane. I did. <laughs> tanks on a plane. I'm tired of these plane. motherfucking <laughs> tanks on a plane. Uh, yeah, I saw it when I was going to Europe. Uh, it. I don't know. I really like Do you guys ever see that movie or no? I, I did. I did um, it. it. was kind of hit and miss with me. Well, when you're on a plane and you're tired and bored, <laughs> it worked for me. And I really like what's his face in it, Shia LaBeouf. I thought it was really good in that movie. Oh, I, I heard she's hot. <laughs> so anyway, Fury, <laughs> my number three, Scott. Uh, wait, before we move on from Fury, did you guys watch the Between Two Ferns <laughs> when uh, Galifianakis is, is uh, has uh, what's his face on? He's interviewing him, Brad Pitt. Shadow. Brad Pitt. The Brad Pitt the Brad one is. Pitt. is this gold, oh man! He's <laughs> like, so he were in this movie called Furry. <laughs> is that the one where Brad Pitt just spits scum at him, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it's there for the rest of the show? It's just on his face. That, so in that, oh in, my that, that interview, uh, Galifianakis <laughs> asks him, uh, "Is it is it hard to get uh, a suntan?" And Brad Pitt's like, "What?" He's like, "Is it hard to get a suntan?" He's like, "What? What do you mean?" He's like, "Is it?" Is it hard to get a suntan living in your wife's shadow? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. Anywho. Anywho. Your number three. Uh, my, my number three is... Oh, wait, no, it's... Scott's. Yeah, Scott's. Yeah, my number three... That's what I was uh, going to say. Going back to more WW2 stuff. Uh, Saving mm-hmm. Private Ryan. Um, basically, like, a good chunk of that final sequence, uh, and they're, they're trying to do the sticky bombs, and they're trying to disable the tanks, and mm-hmm. the the tanks are like, you know, just running roughshod when they are getting taken out. And it's intense. Mm-hmm. Same for Ryan. One of the dudes gets exploded before he gets to the tanks. That was yeah, hard. Yeah. And then the sniper gets taken out because the, uh. the tank shoots up. And then Tom Hank shoots his handgun at a tank. <laughs> And then he di- he does it. He blows it up. He explodes it. He yeah, hits yeah. the the tank's gas tank. <laughs> it's a weak spot. Yeah. Was it flashing? It was. <laughs> yeah, it was glowing red. It's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex. Now you're number three. It was the A team. Yeah, they get thrown off a, a plane inside of a tank, and it's got parachutes, but it's still falling really fast and on a solid landmass. They notice that they're gonna they're slam into a mountain. So yeah, they turn the the cannon laterally so that they just keep shooting like five or six shells in order for them to land in a giant lake, and they almost crush a fisherman. And they make it too. They they come out alive. It, it, they're they're okay. They use they use uh, one cannon shot to like slow the descent too, right before they hit the lake. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a cool scene. I don't know. It was I don't know very imaginative. I like on that, but yeah. <laughs> well, we got it. Mythbusters. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number two comes from a movie I've, I've seen once or twice. And it was a kid, and it was one of my dad's favorite movies. And that'd be Kelly's Heroes. Okay. Um, yeah, it's about Clint Eastwood and Donald Sutherland and Telly Savalas driving tanks, from what I remember. And... 
<laughs> well, grab a paintbrush then. Gonna paint your tank. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember they're in some, you know, United States tanks, which are nothing compared to the big German Panzers, and they, but they, they spruce them up with some paint and some special effects or something, and they go into the town, and they, they get the weak <laughs> spot, and, and Don Sullivan's a freaking weirdo in that movie, and I just remember it was one of my dad's Just that movie. So. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. that movie. Uh, yeah, number two, Kelly's Hero, Scott, number two. Uh, my number two, uh, going back to the video games, and again, not a specific scene, but uh, the tanks from StarCraft and StarCraft II. Uh, as just Ooh, as like regular nice. tanks, they're they're okay, but when you put them into siege mode, they're oh, like dude, they're yeah, like, they they're my, they they push the shit in. Yeah, my my favorite unit in the game, and I played a lot of single player, not multiplayer. I don't have the patience for or skill for that. Uh, but in the single player, uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking multiplayer. You you're building up your army and everything. You take them out, and then like two zerklings take out your whole base. Like what the fuck? Get rushed. Like I can't. I don't have the APMs yeah. or whatever. The third grudge. Like ah, oh, motherfucker. I can't click fast enough. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the Starcraft tanks are, are rad once you put them in siege mode. Yes, agreed. Blow up lots of stuff. No, what you do is you select every single unit you have and you just click on a target on the map and that works great. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It really doesn't. <laughs> Why did my tank just get killed by one little dude? Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Alex, number two. My number two is from, I don't know why my boys called this movie Good Guy Movie. Hey, let's watch Good Guy Movie, Dad. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. But from Tron... The uh, the oh, the yeah. opening scene with Clue going in with the tank and yes no oh that was so cool with the with the neon lights and the glowing effects and everything awesome don't, I love it don't 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 your boys call uh, Star Wars bad guy no I don't think so I think they just called it Luke. It's like, let's okay. watch Luke. Get a sort of one, 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 one point. At least they refer to Darth Vader as bad guy. Oh, he was. No, yeah, you're right. He was the bad guy. It's like, oh, bad guy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Tron. Tron. End All of right. line. Uh, my number one, and this is the one that came to you right away, would be Indiana Jones, The Last yeah. Crusade. Yep. Damn right. Yeah. It puts a rock in one of the side, one yeah, of the side guns. So cool. and all of that fun stuff. And then you have his dad. We have Sean Connery in there with What's-His-Face. And they're like, oh, the pen is mightier than the sword. Yeah, the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> and they think he falls over and everything. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that was rough. I thought I lost you, boy. <laughs> I, I know we've talked about this before, but I still remember I was at my friend's house and... They were watching like Entertainment Tonight. It was something, you know, oh, the upcoming Indiana Jones movie. And it showed them like behind the scenes of them filming that scene. And here's his Ford's hat kept falling off. So it cuts to him. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, with a staple this. gun, stapling <laughs> his. Oh, he, but he was pretending. I thought he really did it. As a kid, like, oh, I shit. swore to God, I thought it was real. And up until I was like, so I was like, wait a minute. He was just doing something for the camera. But I really thought he stapled this hat to his head. Yeah, it's like, damn, he's got some balls. He's <laughs> committed. Yeah, <laughs> method actor. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Last Crusade, number one. So same for you guys. Anything else to add? 
Uh, nope, just uh, an awesome tank scene. <laughs> oh, when he got, when he whipped, and then he was being dragged on the treads on top. Oh man! And then he shoots the German gun, and it goes through three guys. Awesome. Yeah. I gotta watch that movie again. Choose wisely. It's been, been too long. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I choose the Coca Cola. <laughs> For honorable mentions, I had two. Uh, I would just say a video game with Arkham Knight, where you fight yeah, all those tank scenes. The only thing is, is that those were kind of like the weakest part of the game. It was just too many mini games with the tank and everything. So, yeah, but it was still whatever. I love that game. And then this one, you guys may know this because you're into that hentai bullshit. Um, oh. <laughs> well, I'm insulted. <laughs> so I'm intrigued. When we, yeah, when we were in high school. Um, Matt, when he comes back to school, and he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, there's this show. <laughs> it's on after TV. It's uh, after yeah. school, and it's called Tank Police. And it's some weird Japanese anime or whatever. And the, the cops are chasing after him. And they throw down these little landmines. And when they run them over, the landmines explode into gi- giant dildos. And they're called Erectukaki or something. Do you know what... <laughs> And he showed me it. What the hell? Do you guys know what this is? This is a real thing. Like I haven't, I haven't seen uh, the TV uh, show or movie, the OVA or whatever. But I know what you're talking about. I've seen the scene. I, I know. <laughs> I haven't just seen the show. I know the, the, the name Dominion Take Police. Um, yeah. Or at least maybe that was a movie for it. Uh, but the I, I might have seen something of it back when the Sci Fi Channel is way back in the like mid early 90s uh the sci-fi channel would have their like anime at midnight kind of thing and it would it would all be edited so i doubt they would have shown the the dildo scene so maybe i watched part of it without that i, I don't know god damn what the hell man mm-hmm. anyway it was hilarious we didn't yeah. believe him and then we he, one day we, we all like went to his house after school and he because it was like on repeat it was on hb i don't know what it was on but <laughs> oh we were dying uh, yeah, it's a good deterrent. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm mention for another video game, uh, mm-hmm. Blaster Master. Oh, there you go. Fuck. Should should have picked that one because I have a video game too, Metal Slug. Oh damn. Oh, yeah. Damn. One of the great coin ops of the '90s. Just so fucking good. Yeah, Metal Slug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome name. <laughs> Rocket Launcher. It's the name of the tank. It's the metal slug. All right, and with that, it's time for Neam News. No, I'm it's Alex, time for Alex. And sports. I like sports. <laughs> sports. <laughs> hey, do you, hey, do you guys like baseball like me? I do. And Tell me I... more. Well, say goodbye because we lockout is still uh, going. There's no deal reached between the owners and the players. And, uh, yeah, the players are getting millions of dollars, but the owners are still screwing them out of a lot. So whenever somebody takes it to the man, I'm on the side of the unions. So I hope they get their fair share. But it it, it might be detrimental. Opening day might not happen this year. Yeah, they're, uh, the latest thing is they might cut the first month of the season and then they won't make it up so like yeah, that's, that's kind of what the like... 
So that's what the league is holding over the, the players right now. Because um, everybody loses, loses out of money on that. So I think the owners like are hoping that the players care more about it because they're all billionaires. Um, so they, they, they're not yeah, hurting and, they, and they're not players. So it's not like they're losing a year off of their like ability to play either. So Yeah, the more, the more this goes on, the more I'm like you, Alex, where I'm like, the, the owners are kind of being the ones that are... Yeah, they're fucking corpos. Yeah, so. I just want baseball. <laughs> I want baseball. Mm-hmm. Baseball. I'm, we're going to be super pissed if, to we, if we lose a year of, as an Angel fan, losing a, a year off of Mike Trout losing. and uh, Shohei Otani. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. That's going to be super... And Ryu Hyojin. Not on the Angels, but yes, I know. But he's he's a Korean pitcher, and I like him. Yeah. What team does he play for? He plays for the Doyers. He does not. <laughs> well, he he had a blue uniform at one point. He did play for the Dodgers, though. There you go. Oh, was it the Dragons? Did he get traded to Japan? <laughs> yes, he's he's uh he's playing for for the Dragons now. Yes. I knew it. Big hit. Happy body. All right, it's time for the <laughs> news. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay. Uh, now starting off with with some sad news. Uh, that um, I don't know if you guys knew. Mark Lanigan is. Um, he was the, the lead singer mm-hmm. of uh, Screaming Trees. Um, he was a part of Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, was probably two most oh, well-known okay. things. Uh, but yeah, he, he unfortunately passed away. Um, you know, he was, he was kind of a key part of the, the whole big Seattle grunge movement. He didn't quite hit the heights of, of like, um, some of the other people that have died, sadly, um, or, or like a Dave Grohl or Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam, anything like that. But um, he was definitely a big part of that scene. Um, and if anybody is into that kind of music, I, I definitely recommend it. Uh, you know, probably the, the biggest song was um, uh, I think Nearly Lost You. Uh, so, yeah, just, just sad stuff. Like, that, that, that music's kind of my what I cut my teeth on. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm far from, like, music's probably my weakest, like, nerd knowledge. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just uh, bummed, bummed to hear about it. Um, How's your astrophysics there, Scott? Well, pop culture nerd knowledge. How's that? <laughs> mm-hmm. and probably music's my weakest, and then probably comics. But probably, well, comics are music by far my weakest. Uh, anyway, um, I'm sure people care. Uh, so, yeah, again, sad, sad news. Uh, moving on to, to lighter stuff. Um, a quasi-review. I watched Free Guy over the weekend. Oh, how was that? Uh, it was fun. Um, yeah, I heard I, it was it's better than expected. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like, it's not like my my favorite whatever, but uh, yeah, it's fun. You know, Ryan Reynolds um, kind of plays Ryan Reynolds, but you know, hey, you know what you're getting. Yeah, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I, I I liked a lot of you know what they were doing uh, with kind of the the video game world, like spoilers, the the video game world that they have. <gasps> here. Yeah. Um, also, you get some of the meta like, this is how Hollywood thinks video game development works. <laughs> or, or just, or just like software development in general works, and that 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 much of it was like cracking me up. 
Um, Here's the list of all the bugs yes, in the game yes, it and was how to fix them. It was definitely Grandma's Done. Boy level of like, <laughs> like, like unrealism. Grandma's Boy. Uh, like the video game world was probably more realistic than the the real world of how this this video game company operated. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, again, it was a lot of fun. Um, Jody Comer um, is is great in this. Um, I don't know if, if you guys have seen anything else. Killing Eve uh, was it was her her biggest thing before this, I think. Nope. Um, yeah, just uh, a lot of fun. I, re- I recommend it. Um, you probably watch it with the kids. Uh, there's a little bit of violence and some 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 bad language, but uh, oh like, shit! Yeah, like a lot of just like general, like open world references, like like GTA stuff, um, uh, like teabagging and things like that. It's it's <laughs> it's it's fun. Classic. You know, like there's a slight commentary on like streamers and things like that going on uh, with this. Um, so yeah, if, if if people, I think it's on. I watched it on HBO Max. I think it's also gonna be on Disney Plus. Um, I think it's technically yeah. a Disney movie. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. go go ahead and check it out if you're looking for some. Lighter. Right next to, if you search uh, computer games, it's right next to uh, Kurt Russell's the the boy who wore the computer who wore tennis shoes. Yeah, just again some some lighter fare with some more serious things going on so uh just kind of easy to check out and, and watch this um and then uh, after that i just wanted to talk about a couple of trailers uh so speaking of disney plus mm-hmm. i watched the uh turning red trailer <laughs> man i can't wait so that looks like it's a lot of fun um yeah. i i like the the idea that the the, this, the the kids here are like nerds, but they're not they're not struggling to be popular or anything. They're just kids, like um, they're dealing with other stuff, I guess. Uh, so I, I kind of like that. That mm-hmm. wasn't like one of the central themes. Um, yeah, it looks to be like like a modern version of Teen Wolf. Yeah, something like that, but without like, yeah. random people hanging dong. <laughs> well, we haven't seen the. Well, that's true. We have, yet, we, have, so. we, have, we have not watched yeah. it all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Pixar, it, Disney animators. Mm. Yeah, it, you know, Pixar stuff is like it's like like the MCU stuff. The floor on that is, is usually pretty high. Um, so I don't know when that comes out, but soon I think. Uh, and then finally, I don't think we talked about this at all. Um, I think it was on during the Super Bowl, but uh, the Jurassic Park stuff. Um, have we have we talked about Jurassic Park at all? Yeah. I don't know, Jeff, have you seen any of the new commercials or trailers seen, for it? I saw part of the commercial. I know, like, they're bringing back a lot of the old characters. Yeah, like, all, like everybody who's still alive. I don't know if Vince Vaughn's going to be there or Julianne Moore. Admiral Holdo's in it. <laughs> who's? Um, Voldo? What? Yeah. <laughs> now Voldo from Soul Calibur. <laughs> No, what's her face? It's Admiral Sadler. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Laura Dern. Yeah, so yeah, Laura yeah, Dern. they're they're back in Sam Neill. <laughs> oh man, that would be awesome be, if Boldo was in Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, okay, so, hell's going up. They're gonna, yeah, I can pull in. I didn't see Julianne Moore or Vince Vaughn there, so we'll see. Uh, is that um, is that supposed to be Ian Malcolm's daughter, the the gymnast? <laughs> oh. Is who is it? Is she? Was she in the trailer? Because I didn't. Well, say I don't know. They, they showed a uh, a young African woman lady who's like older, but I don't know. Like I was the only I can guess. Like 
I, I, I don't know. I kind of hope it is, and I, I hope it isn't at the same time. <laughs> I, so I would dot, laugh and cry at the same time if she kicked another Velociraptor. <laughs> that was great. If it was the same actress, that would be amazing. Um, what's the yeah. What's the name of the newest one? You guys, I don't even know. I don't know where. Nice Evolution. Or something. I don't know. Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Jurassic again. Is it just called yeah, Jurassic World? World? World Dominion. Jesus. So they gotta get to a certain spot on the map to control the point. <laughs> uh, but I was gonna say I didn't even think Bryce Dallas Howard was in the movie, and then she's like in one shot in the in the trailer. So maybe they kill her. Well, we need more teeth. So there's there's Daniela Pineda, Tetsuo Pineda. Anyways, uh, the she was in the last movie. Maybe that's who you're thinking of. <laughs> God damn it! I just got it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was just because they were showing everybody. I think it was with Goldblum. Was I was wondering if that's who that was. That's probably not. I'm afraid to look at this. I don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> eh. It's a lost opportunity if they didn't. That's all I'm saying. Oh, it's got uh, Deacon Lackman. Sure. It's one of Jeff's favorites. From Doll I don't know who that Dollhouse. Is. Still don't know who that is. The I one, the see. the one, the girl from Dollhouse that isn't uh, Elijah Dushku. <laughs> There's a bunch. Doll, Dollhouse is full of women. Uh, oh, yeah. I hurt. Oh, she's alien looking. Yeah, she's the one with alien eyes. I don't like her. She looks like a gray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's mean, Jeff. Yeah, that is mean. No, she look at her. Oh, she has very. Uh... <laughs> she's. she's She's very unique features. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's, she's she's a small mouth, a pointy nose with nose points up. She has little nostrils. And then she has this very. I'm just saying, she's like an alien. (laughs) You're describing Kristen Bell, and she is gorgeous. I'm not describing Kristen Bell. Did did either of you watch at least the, the first season of Altered Carbon? Yes, I saw all I started, of Altered Carbon. Started it, never finished. Did you watch Tiglo Carbon? <laughs> Tiglo Carbon. Well, uh, and Solo. So okay, she's in that too. So anyway, not important. Uh, oh, the the uh, sister. Yeah, the Asian. Yeah, Asian lady. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's her. Uh, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's basically. All I wanted to go over, just yeah, again, we, we haven't talked about this. It's it's a thing that's coming out soon. Like they, there was that weird commercial during the Olympics. Well, I don't, I don't know if you guys watched it a lot, but the, where Skier was getting chased by like Velociraptors, and then all of a sudden, like the T Rex shows up, and that's like the whole commercial. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah, anyways, so sounds good to me. Yep, that's that's it for me. Uh, Alex, anything you want to go over? Um, not really. I mean, Elden Ring is out, but I haven't gotten it yet. A game by uh, From Software and George Railroad Martin. <laughs> Once I heard that from one of my favorite uh, YouTube reviewers over at uh, Game Ranks, <laughs> George Railroad Martin, and I can't get that out of my head. Uh, but I heard it's pretty good. Open world uh, Souls game. So if you like that kind of stuff, there you go. But I'm really been I'm, I'm hooked on this uh, the new Pokemon Pokemon uh, Arceus. 
I kind of, I mean, I kind of liked the Pokemon shows mostly for my younger siblings, and they they were super into it. I played a few Pokemon games, but I could never stick with them because they just bored me to death. But this one has just complete its hooks on me. It's like I'm compelled to 100% this game. It's so good. But that's just me. I just keep seeing videos of people like exploiting at least how to get over water anyways. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I just, I don't know. I just <laughs> played through the game until I got a fish I could ride on and then that's it. That's how you do it. They showed they showed somebody like plopping down what some kind of Pokemon that's using them as like stepping stones. Like it's clearly oh, not really? intended. Right. Um, and somebody <laughs> else have to used, check this out. Yeah, somebody yeah. actually used the the weird Pokemon fish thing that you're supposed to use. And they jumped out of the water and they got like launched in the air like five hundred feet. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Thank if you take God fall damage, runners. but uh You do. Mm. There is full damage. Did you see they announced new Pokemans? I did. I haven't seen the trailer, though. Yeah, I think it's Violet and... I forget the other one. But yeah, new Pokemans. Oh, they're going back to the, the twofer? Yeah. I couldn't... Yeah. The setting was a little more ambiguous. Usually there's like... Like the last one was like, oh, you're in Scotland or you're in France or whatever. You're in Paris. Yeah, you're in somebody's underpants. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, well, maybe this time around. Going a little more yeah. adult. I don't know. Uh, anyway, new Pokemon. Yeah. And, and, anything else, Alex, besides you playing Pokemon and depriving your children of a chance to use the Switch? No, we have... Uh, well, no. Oh, yeah, Peacemaker. I finished oh. Peacemaker. It's so fucking good. Yeah. I did, did the second episode of that over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, man. Yeah, go watch it, people. Jeff, watch Peacemaker. You'll like it. Maybe. Maybe. You just watch the first episode. It's, it's on my list. I'll, I'll get to it. I want to watch okay. it. It's so fucking good. Anything else, Alex? Nope, that's it. All right, Jeff. Yeah, not much to report. Uh, watched a couple more episodes of Ozark. That's about it. That was something I wanted to discuss. Um... But yeah, I got nothing. There was something, but I can't remember, so no. Nothing. Oh, I did start, maybe we, one of these days we'll do Airheads. Remember that movie? Yes. Oh yeah, I love that movie. I started the watch. I haven't seen it in forever. It'll be fun to watch it's... it now that I have like a little more knowledge of metal and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, the cast, there's a million people in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that's it. I say I didn't even finish it. We watched it and then started watching a hockey game or football game or something. I don't know. Sports. Sports. Mm-hmm. Sports. sports. That's all we watch. Sports. We're going to our third Ducks game in a row tomorrow. Dang. Jeff loves yeah. to duck. Flying V. Well, well, on Friday it was the Kings-Ducks game, so that was fun. Yeah. And Kings kicked their butt and... Fun. How how are the uh, <laughs> how are the local teams doing? Last I checked, the Ducks were like in third or fourth in the West. Yeah, they're kind the of Pacific. They started off, a lot yeah, better, right? Yeah, they're kind of fading a little bit, um, but they're still they're they have a, they're in a chance for a wild card spot. Kings are doing a little better. They were in second place as of tonight, but they got their butts kicked by Boston. 
this evening. So yeah, they're they're doing. Both teams are doing better than they're expected to do this year. They're both rebuilding and all that. So anything they do is better than what anyone is anticipating. Mm. And then right now, hockey, there's like seven teams that are just completely stacked. So anyone who's not in those seven is not going to win it. It's pretty crazy. It hasn't happened like this in a while, but there's a few teams that are just... And they're like weird. It's Carolina, both Florida teams. Uh, <laughs> Hotbeds for hockey teams. Hotbeds for yeah, hockey. It's yeah, weird. Colorado and Toronto, and which I guess are a little more normal. But. Two Florida teams aren't going to make it to the finals. COVID will get them before that. I was reading that. Uh, I don't know. We haven't really talked about it, but uh, I was reading that uh, Dominic Hasek had, had some strong opinions <laughs> about certain things happening right now. Uh, oh, as long as we're hear. talking hockey, he called. Um, my brain shut off. Uh, who's Putin. who's the the biggest Russian hockey player right now? Ovechkin. Ovechkin. Yes. He, he called Ovechkin a chicken shit. <laughs> oh, damn. And uh, basically said that the, the NHL should basically, like, suspend all Russian players right now. <laughs> yeah, Hashik is not happy with the, the state of affairs. Yeah. Well, I think it was... A, so, Ovechkin's buddy-buddy with Putin. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, but but that guy he, well, but, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, Putin... Yeah, come on over, young guy. You know, do all, do all, so I don't know how to blame him. He just he treats him really well because Putin's playing the press. So yeah, I'm friends with the number one hockey star, and I don't know how. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not it. I'm not mad at like Ovechkin or anything, but like Ovechkin right. definitely hedged. Like he knew like what he was doing. Like he was basically like, oh, I don't want war. I want like. But then he was like, but you know, Ukraine needs to stop what they're doing. Russia needs to stop what they're doing. Like. <laughs> Yeah, like Green needs to stop defending himself. He need he need he was he's definitely like hedging in his answer. No. But, but again, like, who gives a fuck what his opinion is, anyways? Like, not not that like, like, like it shouldn't it shouldn't count for anything. Is, is all I'm saying. Like, so I, on the one hand, like, yeah, I don't I don't blame like him for hedging. He just wants to play hockey. I'm sure. Um, and then I can see where Hashik's coming from. Hashik is is not Russian. He's, he's Czech. He's Czech. He's Czech yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like again, like, mm-hmm. he he, and he's not in the league anymore. But uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm I got I have no idea what's going on with there. I could just see how a young guy who's had this guy with power treat him well his entire life does he's being used by this guy. He probably doesn't yeah. realize it. Nah, yeah, and so like you know, I could I could see where he could be in a predicament like that. Yeah, no, it no, might yeah. not be that. He might totally be. It's, you know, it's, all it's stuff, possible. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I I can see though, like what you're saying, Jeff, where it's like. Like guy wants to go to home to Russia one day. Like, <laughs> well, his whole family is over there too. Still, yeah. So, it's, so, so like, uh, it's, it's awkward. It can yeah. get awkward. Yeah. But, like he could have handled it better, too. So. I didn't hear it, but I'm sure. Yeah, it's a fucked up situation. Yeah. Anyway, 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 I got nothing else. We done? I think we're good. <laughs> On that note, yep, that's it. Done and done. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.